Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Racing Lines, VEASAN's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. Welcome into another Racing Lines right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Wes Reynolds, Mikhail Miranda, going to break down the United States Grand Prix, the second trip into the good old U.S. of A. for Formula One. There'll be three next year with the addition of the Las Vegas race the week before Thanksgiving. This is round 19 of 22 races that we have on the Formula One schedule for 2022. Mexico City will be next week, and then in two weeks we will have the Sao Paulo Grand Prix down in Brazil, and then the weekend of November 20th will end the 2022 season at the Yas Marina Circuit in Abu Dhabi. So, Magala, we thought we might have a championship fight, or at least a championship yet to be clinched, coming into the United States Grand Prix based on the weather that we saw in Suzuka, Japan, for the Japanese Grand Prix. But nevertheless, got enough laps in, and Max Verstappen wins the Japanese Grand Prix, gets enough points, so he is your back-to-back Formula One world champion. Oh, absolutely. And also, just to put this out there, I actually thought that Max did not win the championship. I was looking, I saw Charles in second place. Uh, Not going to happen. Absolutely not going to happen. We're going to go see this fight in Austin. It would be a nice thing for Liberty Media, who is the owner of F1, and that coming to being that big thing coming to Las Vegas next year. I thought it would be something really spectacular, but uh, Charles got a five-second penalty, which right. put Max up in the points, wins it. He's really happy because even he did not know that he got the points. He was surprised to see that it says world champion. Max was that, and he's going, wait, what? I'm champion? I thought that was really hilarious. Yeah, the, the broadcast didn't even know. Uh, of course, we on get the in America here, we get the Sky Sports feed over in the UK, and that is presented on uh, ESPN, ESPN2, ABC, whichever network airs the race that given week. And they were confused. A lot of the Formula One scribes on social media I was following along. I was like, wait a minute, is this guy champion or – did they have uh, you know enough less points where he could carry it over? But you're right, the uh, penalty that they gave to Charles Leclerc, which actually took him down a spot on the podium, he finishes third. So Red Bull ends up going one-two. So 
Yeah, I thought that they would want to maybe stretch this and have him clinch it this week in Austin, Texas at the U.S. Grand Prix, but not to be. Max Verstappen back-to-back world champion. And then uh, we don't quite have the constructors wrapped up as of yet. It looks like pretty much a mere formality at this standpoint, though it probably could be this weekend down at Coda in Austin. Unfortunately, Wes, I have to disagree with you. I don't think it's going to be wrapped up. I really doubt. Because the FIA did release their report about the cost cap. Aston Martin, Red Bull, in breach of the cost cap. And a lot of teams are rallying to get points detected from teams who have breached the cost gap and to have them fined for next year's cost gap. So I think we might see actually a comeback from someone else. Maybe Ferrari clinches the title. I don't know. But uh, with this news of Aston Martin and Red Bull breaking the cost gap, Red Bull have filed to say, hey, we are not going to take this lightly because we haven't broken anything. But if it does happen to be true that they have broken uh, the consensus, the fights have gone through to the courts and they're like, yep, no, you guys have broken it. We might see actually Red Bull get knocked off a couple of points and might see Mercedes, Ferrari and Red Bull fight all together. This, this is a 165-point gap here, so we don't know what a penalty was going to be. You mentioned the cost gap. A lot of people theorizing that maybe it was because of super engineer Adrian Newey's salary that, that they went over that cost gap, did Red Bull. But it is, a, it is right now a 165-point gap with four races to be decided. So I, I have no idea what, what this penalty and what the FIA is, go, is going to levy here. You would think if there's not at least a penalty given out or doled out this week that Red Bull would have enough points, but we're going to see what what they're going to be able to do. But that is obviously a huge gap to make up on the racetrack for Ferrari. Yes, uh, so let's go back a couple of years when racing points uh, kept penalty and a fine. It was 15 penalty points for at about a half half a million uh, in fine for copying the brake ducks. This is surpassing the cost gap and gaining a huge advantage on the cars itself. Because if it was not for Adrian Newey, Red Bull car wouldn't have been as fast. The RB18 wouldn't have been as fast as the, the Ferrari. So I think you could see maybe closer to 50, 60 points in deduction. But that's just a speculation. I think it's going to be a really big blow to Red Bull coming into Austin. Yeah, uh, so we will we will wait and see what that uh, what that fine is going to be, and then you also mentioned Aston Martin confirmed for breaching the cost gap. Uh, silly season still going on in terms of the twenty twenty three grid. Uh, we have uh, one press conference that I believe has been announced on the eve of the Grand Prix from uh, the Haas F1 team. And we know Kevin Magnussen scheduled to be in one of those two seats, but potentially not Mick Schumacher. Gene Haas has come out and been very disappointed in terms of uh, Mick Schumacher's performance and, you know, wearing out the equipment and tearing up the equipment. You tear up the equipment in Formula One. That is a massive expense. So we will look to see who might be in that second seat if, in fact, this press conference is announcing another driver. But we do have another driver on the move, Macau, for 2023. Oh, yes. Uh, we have seen Afatari talk about keeping the driver or getting a new driver. There's a lot of talks between Afatori and Alpine. So let's get the Alpine situation sorted out. Pierre Gasly said, no more Red Bull for me. I am going to Alpine. 
Where have we seen this before? Oh, yes, Carlos Sainz, when he left for McLaren. What's going on, Red Bull? Get your stuff together. Come on. Yeah, and, but filling in that spot is Nick DeVries. We saw him come out, a cover for Alex Albon, and he had been phenomenal. Points on his debut, everyone calling him nonstop. Adrian Newey finally, con- uh, Helmut Marco, sorry, finally convinces Nick to join Alpha Torre. Working out for Red Bull or not? I, I have no idea what's going on. Red Bull just, they've lost another phenomenal driver, in my opinion. They lost Carlos Sainz, they lost Alex Albon, now they lost Pierre Gasly. I have no idea what's going on in the back of Red Bull and Alpha Torre, just saying. Yeah, next year, uh, the Alpine, and by the way, they are powered by Renault, so it'll be Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon will be the two on that team. Nick DeVries, as you mentioned, will be with Yuki Sonoda. The Alpatori, powered by the Red Bull, and you mentioned Alex Albon. He will be at Williams Mercedes. We still wait to see who that second spot is going to officially be for the uh, British-based team. So still a lot of movement to be done, at least uh, uh, for the Formula One grid in 2023. We know Daniel Ricciardo, of course, is out at McLaren. But we're going to get into the preview of the United States Grand Prix. Going to have a couple new names, perhaps, to uh, some. Uh, I think regular Formula One fans know who these drivers are, but not going to race, but they're going to make their debuts in full practice one. Mikhail, tell us about them. So we have Logan Sargent. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Logan Sargent with Williams, especially since they have an empty seat yet since Nicky has left. So Logan Sargent will be making his F1 debut, uh, FP1 debut, sorry. Uh, we're going to see him how he does well with the car or not, because that could be his big outing. And Logan Sargent is an American driving the second of America's here in quarter for a team looking hopefully to get a seat. It's going to be very interesting. We know that Austin can throw a big party. We saw what happened in Miami. Let We know Texas does it big. They always let's go big or go home in Texas. So I'm excited to see how loud the grandstands just go for Logan Sargent driving in that wonderful, wonderful blue Williams out there. And IndyCar, uh, Wes, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Alex Plow, is he the current championship in IndyCar? He he won the championship last year, did not win it this uh, previous season in 2022. And look, uh, he had signed with McLaren that maybe he was going to, you know, obviously be in the mix for a Formula One ride, but also for their IndyCar team. It looks like he is going to be back for one more year with the Chip Ganassi racing team. Of course, that is the team uh, Scott Dixon, Marcus Erickson, who won the Indy 500 earlier this year. They are part of that Ganassi team. So as part of this deal, you are seeing uh, Alex Pillow get some Formula One time, at least in practice or perhaps some test driving. So looking forward to seeing that. Uh, that that was a big mess in the IndyCar series this year because uh, the Ganassi team announced that they had picked up his option and Pillow came out and said, wait a minute, I've signed with McLaren. So there were a bunch of legal kerfuffles. It looks like Pillow, though, for 2023 is going to be back with uh, Chip Ganassi racing in the IndyCar series, but also able to do this with McLaren. I believe that McLaren deal in full will start in 2024. But Mikhail, uh, looking forward to this week uh, as we uh, put the Japanese Grand Prix behind us. We are at Kota 
the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. And uh, we've seen another race. We obviously saw the Miami Grand Prix earlier this year. Any technical differences that you see in this track that are going to play a, a really a factor in this race? Uh, to me, I think it's more of just getting the pace outright uh, for the second of Americas. It, it's a very fast track compared to a lot of the other tracks. Uh, not as fast as some, but it's still overall got a nice good amount of turns, slow, medium corners. Uh, we see some of uh, the traits from Silverstone, Maggots and Beckett's coming in from straight from uh, 10.3 onwards to about 10.6. So you, you're going to see a lot of uh, medium to high speed corners. One thing to note here, again, comes down to strategy. You have to get your tires right. Uh, if you don't, you could absolutely blunder every single thing, lose track position as we saw Lewis Hamilton lose out last year for Max Verstappen to take the win. So strategy, strategy, strategy. That's going to be the most important thing coming in to Austin. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, and uh, get into our selections here for the uh, Grand, the uh, U.S. Grand Prix, I should say, at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Uh, looking forward to it. I think maybe a lot of race fans here stateside looking forward to actually seeing a race at a normal time instead of being up early in the morning or in, in last week's case overnight in Japan. So, uh, you know. Looking, looking at the uh, at the outright win, Mikhail, or if you have any other props, what do you got for this week's card? So this week, I'm looking at one team and two drivers. The team that I'm looking at is McLaren, and the drivers that I'm looking at, as you said, it's going to be Landon Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. This is Daniel Ricciardo's second home for me. I don't know why, but it just feels like that. So I'm going to take... Daniel Ricciardo in the points, and I'm going to take Landon Norris in the points and in the top six as well. That's what I'm looking at. So as of right now, for the points, I'm seeing Daniel Ricciardo at plus 110 by DraftKings. That's where we get all our odds for the podcast. And also uh, for a top six finish, Daniel Ricciardo plus 408. Landon Norris uh, for a nice, good Top six finish will be something that I really love, which is minus one of five. So just under even money, five cents on the dollar. And I think that that's a pretty good bet. There's not much to lose. But again, these drivers are a bit long shot given their current state of the cars. Yeah, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to I'm going to take uh, Daniel Ricardo also to be a points finisher. By the way, if you're not clear on that, points finisher is top ten. That is for classification. We did finally see Nicholas Latifi get a qualification and now has two points on the board, finishing top ten at the Japanese Grand Prix. So I'm with you with Ricardo on the points. I think maybe the AlphaTauri team. Could be, even though they, you know, they've had a little bit of a uh, of change, as we mentioned earlier in the pod. I think that maybe you're going to see them, and I know that they've run kind of hot and cold this season. They're a team to watch that I think could be a sleeper here. But in terms of the outright win, I hate to be a chalk eater here, but I think it's going to be Max Verstappen. I know that Red Bull comes in with some controversy going in over the cap, but I don't think that they're going to all of a sudden let up just because they've, they've won the championship and depending on what the penalty is, likely to be the Constructors' champion. So 
Max Verstappen for the win for me. I'm seeing him around minus $2. I would expect if he wins the poll, that's going to be about double that to win the race. So uh, those are my selections here for the United States Grand Prix in Austin, Texas at the Circuit of the Americas. So looking forward to a race here stateside, and we'll see if uh, Formula One can put on a new show, a good show and uh, gain some new fans. That's obviously what they are trying to do. So That'll be the United States Grand Prix Sunday afternoon in Austin, Texas. Join us next week right here on Racing Lines, where we'll stay in North America, but we'll go down Mexico way to the Mexico City Grand Prix. So for Mikhail Miranda, I am Wes Reynolds. You've been listening to Racing Lines on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.